I'm just going to cut all that out and I'll have to put it in the outtakes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really? Okay. For this episode, we're joined by podcasting luminary blind geek of Monkeys Took My Jetpack and the Gutter Skype's fame for a one-shot of Monster of the Week. Flying Geek plays Hatfield McCoy, the expert. Ari plays October 2nd, or O, the spooky. Tad plays Aurora Chambers, the searcher. And Will plays Richard Dick Hobb, the monstrous. I'll let them tell you about their characters. Yeah, mine dresses like a cowboy, but I figured outdoor clothing was probably the closest I was going to get to that. Maybe old-fashioned. I was sort of torn between those two, so. But he's what you would expect with if Sam Elliott was playing a monster hunter. Excellent. <laughs> with his name Hatfield McCoy's in a war with himself. <laughs> Maybe. There's a part of him that wants to be a pacifist. Tell us a little about him so that people have an idea of uh, how he might fit into their histories. I hadn't really thought that far ahead, honestly. Um, Because okay. <laughs> I figured we were all going to have our characters and we would just... And it didn't really... Like, they've got all these different things for history between the players and it's a, the first thing so tell them what they know about you well i don't know where are all the questions to inspire me to come up with my own with his initial history it's all well and good to have it for the connections between the other characters but i don't know anyway um he was living on a ranch one of his bulls got possessed by some sort of by a wendigo unless there's some reason why wendigos wouldn't possess I think they may actually have substance. I don't remember. In this instance, it did. It didn't. And he ended up <laughs> having to kill it, but it got to his family first. So this would be in the opening crawl narration, right? Where like, yeah, he, his, one of his bulls was possessed by Wendigo. I don't know if that, it works that way, but it works that <laughs> way. here. <laughs> yes. Yes. We're leaving it all in by God. <laughs> it's monster Python and the Holy Grail with all the little, Asides, he killed the Wendigo or, or got rid of it or destroyed it. Uh, and he made it his mission in life to find out all he could about these monsters. You, you'd taken preparedness and it wasn't as bad as it looked, right? Yeah. And you've got a lore library, an armory, and an infirmary. Yes. In haven. What were you thinking for your haven? I was originally thinking a cave, but if he's living on a ranch, I kind of like the idea of it's like an old abandoned grain silo or something that he has fixed up to be his haven. All right. Well, you're, you've got your character sort of worked out enough to give us a description here. So I'm, I'm playing the monstrous, a little like imp demon called Richard, dick to some. Uh, <laughs> you could picture, you know, a little red asbestos skinned, pointy tailed, horned, vestigial winged uh, uh, douchebag. <laughs> Unlike the other demons, he was never really that much into torturing the damned. Like, he didn't really have a passion for it, and he had a problem with authority, so ultimately the upper management in hell kicked him out. They branded him as an exile and uh, basically tossed him out into the really real world, where he now subsists as a dumpster diver and occasional monster hunter. Yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. He is uh, essentially immortal. He really, really doesn't like holy water or blessed uh, objects. 
that uh, those those are bad. Um, he has some minor shape shifting abilities. He can turn into a couple of an- types of animals that are associated with like evil or the devil, right? But none of the really cool ones. So I think in I think it's Paradise Lost. Eve is being seduced by a toad, so he can turn into a toad, not a snake. Snakes are too cool, and he can probably turn into like a goat. But you know, no wolves, no bats, no cool animals. Just uh, you know, vaguely lame ones. Oh, he also obviously he can turn into a diminutive human who looks a bit weird. Like uh, he probably looks like a you know five eleven, four eleven, big-headed, odd person with a, a lazy eye. Right when he's in human form. Like, so he looks kind of disturbing, like like a side character from a David Lynch film. <laughs> disturbing and creepy. I like it. Well, he doesn't necessarily mean to be creepy. It's just in his nature. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I think uh, I'll just blab on if uh, nobody stops me. So uh, that's probably enough. Yes, or you at least have your character idea, right? That you can... Oh, yeah, it's it's done. I was just waiting for my turn to come around. Go ahead. My boy's name is October 2nd, but that's a big, big uh, mouthful, so people just call him O. Has no parents, can't remember his, his actual name, so he just calls himself uh, the date that he got what he calls the art, which is an ability to draw things and they come to life. He's a kid, he's a teenager, he's like 16, 17. Pained eyes, goth clothes, dresses all in black, all of that. He doesn't really remember much of his background, just that... The organization that he was in that took him in is like, hey, well, how would you like to use your powers for good instead of evil? Or at least to, to help us investigate evil things. And he's like, oh, okay. It's not like I got anything better to do anyway. The whole art thing um, is very dependent on the dice. You'll have to read the move. But yeah, he also has telepathy and the sight so he can see monsters and spirits and ghosts and all that. He can also talk mind to mind, which is basically the only way he does talk because he's mute. He has a gigantic scar across his throat, which he has no idea how he got. And it basically destroyed his voice box. So he speaks through sign. I will obviously speak through speak. Just know that when you're talking to him, he's literally signing at you. (laughs) Unless he's in your mind, which he tries not to be because it's very invasive. Never stopped Spock. I'm, I'm, I'm done. All right. Tad, do you have yours? Richard, do we usually call you Richard, or do we usually call you Dick? That's usually up to whoever is addressing me. <laughs> I believe that's a context-sensitive question. Right. <laughs> I was kind of going for an animal name, and like Robin was kind of the best neutral one I was coming up with. I like Robin. It's a good name. Robin Miller. Or oh, I could go with Aurora Chambers. Ooh, that's an even better name. Yeah. That will get us a letter difference to begin with. So, Arroyo Chambers, the searcher, uh, she, her, uh, with a thoughtful face, and wrote down normal clothes while I was still thinking. Uh, A button-up blouse, slacks, suit jacket, overcoat. I probably do have a, uh, a normal job that I was successful in that has given me um, some leeway, but now... Uh, I don't have as much leeway as I used to since my encounter with, well, I was in a strange place. There were, uh, I experienced the time loss, the flashes, the uh, distances not being uh, what they should be. I have not really 
gotten too many details on my first encounter yet. But uh, after that, I started spending more and more of my time on unexplained phenomenon, which has probably, uh, to a certain extent, it may endanger my my tenure or uh, my seniority or whatever it is that I'm working had been working for in my organization because now it's more important for me to understand these otherwise unexplained phenomena because I don't believe that there is anything unexplained. There are only things that we have not yet explained. But this also makes me kind of a sympathetic ear, so people who have also encountered strange things are more willing to open up to me. And otherwise, I just have uh, an incisive mind that can give me a the first intuitive sense of what a strange phenomena arises from. And that's as far as I've gotten at the moment. All right. I'll have to go first with the history. This is a one-shot, so if you're thinking, oh, this would be interesting as an idea that might show up and be relevant to our one-shot, you know, those are usually good over ones that are just like, this person's my cousin. Yeah, I've got one. Oh, I found your pet when it went missing. Where had it gone? It's a rat, and it wasn't exactly a normal rat, so it tried to go home. Okay. Good space. An alien rat is, it's like, I'm done here. I don't want to be the pet of this Evo kit anymore. So it tried to go home to space and you stopped it. So I stopped it. I did not somehow find its still open time door and go no. after it. Good. No, you did not. You stopped it. It's probably mad at you for that. Okay. Found his rat before it was able to escape to space. <laughs> uh, oh, my next. If you got one, sure. Uh, they are my student, apprentice, ward, or child. The obvious choice would be would be O, although I don't know. A more interesting would be Richard. <laughs> master likes. No, no, no. Larry likes master. Larry, master feeds Larry. <laughs> what are, What are the ages around here again? Uh, immortal. Sixties, maybe early sixties. So oh, around thirty. So who do you want as your as your ward or or, or apprentice? Uh, oh, I didn't know if I got to pick or if it was something we were going to decide between you. If whichever you can pick whichever one, and then you decide whether they're a student, apprentice, ward, or child. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's probably not going to be child. That would just be odd. Thanks for sending me to hell, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> the daddy issues abound. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like the idea of Richard being. But how would that... Hmm. I'm learning the craft, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine by me. Okay, so apprentice, I guess. Yep. Well, that, I guess that explains why I have a revolver. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay. Okay, I got one for Richard, actually. Use your powers on them one time, decide if it was for selfish reasons or not, and then tell them if they found out about it. I think your revolver was drawn by me. In the very, very first... Uh, the very first uh, time my powers manifested... It was like a big, big thing, and I was drawing, just sketching a gun, and is like, oh, uh, I can't use this here. Have, <laughs> and that's the one thing, the one thing I've ever drawn that has never disappeared. Considering how your power works, I don't think Richard would be aware who manifested that effect. It's the one thing I've ever drawn that's never disappeared. It could disappear. The keeper might decide that it's gone at some point, but. 
I, I have many questions about this drawing gift you have. Like, can you pop us in and out of chalk pavement pictures like Mary Poppins? No, that's a completely different skill set. Okay, so I got one for for uh, Hatfield. So when we first met, you tried to kill me, but somehow I proved that I was on the side of good. Uh, what convinced you of that? You seemed more interested in annoying me than actually combating me, and I started to question why, and then we got to discussing things, and that's how things shaped up. All right. Hatfield. They were involved in a supernatural event similar to your first encounter. Perhaps it was the same event, or perhaps you investigated their event later. How did this event affect you? Is that a question for Hatfield or you? It is a question for Hatfield. I'm to ask him how the event affected him. The event that was similar to my first encounter? To my first encounter. Oh, to your first encounter. I don't know. I don't know what your first encounter was. It was a zone of strangeness where laws of physics seemed to break down for a time. And, you know, lost time and distance seemed to lose its meaning. Things like that. I, it affected me by making me reconsider therapy. Maybe that wasn't the best question for you, but I mean, you've been a lot of places and dealt with a lot of things. So, actually, I would say that a more serious response would be it affected me by making me realize there is a lot more going on even than I had first thought, and it got me to really—that's what helped bring about my lore library, or at least expand it, because I realized this is not just about possessed cattle so perhaps uh since then we've been collaborating and i uh share with you accounts and histories and things when i come across them that i think would be of interest to you sounds good uh hatfield you saw me use my powers for selfish or vindictive reasons so who is the victim and then i get to tell you what i did to them the victim was a prostitute makes sense i think i manipulated her with my telepathy into uh, turning around and walking away from a payday, basically, so that uh, I could slip in because I needed the money at the time. Ah. I, 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 I uh, cut her out of her entire business just so I can get one paycheck. Maybe she's better off. Maybe you told her to stop doing <laughs> what she was doing. Another one from Dick. Okay, I think October... I once saved you from another of, uh, of my kind, meaning another demon, uh, but I also prevented reprisals against this demon. I don't think we're dealing with a good demon, probably some demon who has some power over me. Okay. So, anybody got other ones that they want, or are we good there? I don't have one for Aurora, so I should think about that maybe. Right. Aurora, so... we kind of combined two, because I didn't do this on purpose, but you had the one, and then I said and that helped me expand my lore library, which is... Yep. So I think that worked out well. Helped you get a singular item as part of your hate haven. Hmm. For Dick. Supernatural or weird secret. Or some creature or force is stalking them. Dick. Some creature or force is stalking you. What is it? I hate when that happens. Creature or force? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, obviously some, some nutcase possessed, uh, you know, modern day saint, maybe it's like, you know, all demons, bad murder, big murder demons, right? It's not just a hunter, but rather like, a, you know, I don't know, reincarnated angel or some crap. All right. Have I told you about it? Or are you still happily unaware? Is that a question for you or me? Uh, that question is for me. I have to decide if I have told you or if you're still happily unaware. 
you seem to get along well enough with Hatfield that um, I've probably struggled with this, but eventually I have gotten around to telling you. Uh, that sucks. But at least I have all these snazzy mortals around me now, so that's good. I guess maybe I'll come out alive. You can only hope. Maybe I'm a little ticked off that you didn't tell me right away. <laughs> but it has, I, it has happened before you've come to any real harm. Right. It said being stalked, right? It's not like uh, being currently attacked. Right. Right. I may be a little pissed off on your, on your behalf that he didn't tell you. <laughs> she, in this case, right? I guess yeah. Aurora. Yeah. yeah, I'll carry on my Monster of the Week tradition of picking she, her pronouns. I've rolled Dana and Fox into a, into a single ah, character. cool. Okay. And chosen the Dana side. Oh, I think that's probably good enough to give some idea of how you guys relate to each other. Mm-hmm. We start, you guys are descending creaky stairs down to some cellar basement. You get to the bottom of the stairs and the, the room down there, you see in the center of the room, there's a pentagram and like summoning sigils and stuff on the floor. And in the middle of the pentagram, there is a tall man dressed in a white suit, wearing a white uh, fedora, leaning on a cane and uh, smoking a cigarillo. Is this someone we were expecting to see? Well, Dick yes. recognizes this. This is a demon. It's just a demon, right? It's not like... like it's uh, a particularly powerful demon. Okay, but it's not the demon that has a hold over me. Sure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, crap. Oh, dick. Fancy meeting you here. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, same to you, uh, uh, Roger. I don't remember his name, so I'm, I'm just like... I'm like reaching for a name. Names. I mean, you don't. Have, nobody knows. You know, demon knows each other's real name, right? Otherwise, they'd have power over them. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the question is, what led you guys here? What are we doing here, boss man? I was afraid you're gonna pass this on to me. <laughs> you could always be like, I don't know. What are we doing here, Aurora? <laughs> <laughs> delegate, delegate, delegate. We've been chasing it. Uh, a series of occult ritual murders. Well, one, well, once uh, once you were informed, uh, it became kind of a priority, and we got a tip from no, let's not completely steal from Buffy the Vampire Slayer from some demon, not Whistler, who led us here to track, uh, who dro- brought our attention to these ritual murders that have been going on, and being the awesome detectives that we are, it led us here. You deal with a lot of demons. <laughs> you find them to be the most demonstrative. The demon looks at Dick and goes, why don't you uh, rub out a couple of these uh, runes to help me out? Uh, I'm like looking at uh, to Hatfield through the corner of my eye as I'm kind of sidling over to the the edge of the pentagram. I'm like, uh, you know, I did, that's, that sounds reasonable. Uh, and I'm, I'm like looking at panicked at Hatfield, like help, but I'm not saying it. Do I see any ghosts standing around this pentagram of any type? Ghosts? Uh, Ghost spirits? Mm, no, just the demon. Just the demon. So nothing residual from what was actually killed. Okay. 
I think that before we make any hasty moves, I'm sure you'd be happy to tell us who it was who bound you, summoned you and bound you. If that's the cost for you freeing me, certainly we can make a deal. Oh, now that he said deal, I'm like, I'm kind of hovering with a, with a, a, a clawed finger over one of the runes. Like, oh, oh, oh we're dealing? Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, I'm waiting. He doesn't have to do anything to help you, I say, stepping forward, coming to his defense with my shotgun raised, which is undoubtedly filled with some sort of demon-slaying ammo, because why wouldn't it be? You going to make a deal, then? No. We don't negotiate with terrorists or murderers. Actually, I guess we will, kind of, because I want you to give us one good reason why we shouldn't blow you into the next dimension. Good luck with that. I'm going to sign real quickly. There are ways to handle things other than violence. Well, yeah, but they're not nearly as much fun or satisfying. Fun isn't the name of the game. This is an investigation, not an assassination. Yeah, look, I'm with the kid, right? It's totally not necessary to murder this guy. He's, uh, I'm, I wouldn't say he's cool, but you understand what I mean, right? Yeah, Dick, you know this guy, this is powerful, and you'd be concerned if he, he got loose here, he could, might be able to just wipe you guys out. Sure, but he has a hold over me, so I can't yeah. really say no. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, just trying to, killing him would kind of release him from... Oh, okay, okay. I see. Boy, wouldn't it depend on how we... Yeah, well, you just saying you're going to blast him. Okay. But Dick would uh, know that that might not be the best idea. And maybe I add that. Like, oh, besides, like, you know, just, you know, spilling a bunch of blood, you know, bad, bad stuff. Bad juju. Guy will go free. Yeah, you know, have a vendetta. Bad stuff. While they talk, I've got handgun in one hand and try to pull out my electromagnetic measuring gizmo out of my pocket with the other hand and see if I can get any readings on the phenomena that keeps him bound in place. I'm not really sure that I've actually been to a demon summoning before, and I would like to maybe understand if there's anything that can explain how just some things written on a ground could possibly keep anybody from moving or acting. Investigative mysteries, those are the questions you want. Okay. Investigate mystery, so that's a plus sharp. Mm-hmm. Eleven. Hold two, so you can ask two questions. Okay. Pretty sure that they've already told me what sort of creature it is, basically. So, what happened here for this to even be possible? So how do you how do you investigate things? I'm I'm not familiar with the searcher uh, type of. How would you? How would I? Link the fiction of what I was just talking about with answering this question. Yeah. Have you learned about these sort of inscriptions and stuff from, like, Hatfield's library since you've been working with him? I think I would have had to. Because we've probably seen attempts at previous scenes. Some of them may have been successful and some of them not. And I'm like, well, all this stuff is unfamiliar to me. I need some deep background. And I go trawling through his library and see what correlations I can make, at least on on the documentation side, which is unconnected to the electromagnetic phenomena side, but at least gives me an idea of what purportedly a summoner would have to do to get this whole thing kicked off. 
these murders somehow like the the life energy of people was used to open a portal to wherever demons come from and bring it here. Uh, so these people who were murdered richly were involved in powering this. It's a matter of somehow accumulating the orgone and getting all of the elliptons uh, concentrated in one place. And I will hold the second question for further development. All right. I feel like Dick is a bit tied up, but maybe somebody else wants to read a bad situation. Hint, hint. (laughs) Sure. That's plus sharp. Okay, sharp is plus two. And that makes... Oh, Jesus. Could be worse. It's a seven. Seven. You get one hold, so you'll get asked one question from uh, what's my best way in, what's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? What's the best way to protect the victims? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? As, uh, you know, Aurora's kind of been looking over the, the sigils and giving readings and talking about them, and you look over them. The ritual that's summoned and bound the demon in the circle, I mean, it's not going to last forever. You know, it's like, at most, you've got maybe a day and a night. Oh. Yeah, you're sure how long you've been here? Okay. If we can understand her sign, then we can sign back, presumably. Oh, I was a boy, but... I'm so... I'm sorry. I'm I'm getting... Okay. I apologize. I'm getting people confused. Yeah, you can sign back as long as you know sign language. He's not deaf. You could also just talk to him. No, I understand that, but I don't want Demon Dude to hear what I'm going to say, so... Okay, so I sign to O. Is there any way we can increase the strength of that circle? Because if we don't, he's going to be out. Because if we don't, he's going to be out in about a day and a half, possibly less. I uh, quickly sign back. I could try and redraw it, trace it. And I nod. I'm going to go take a look at the circle. Is this something I could feasibly redraw? This is uh, significant magic. So if you went and did some ritual sacrificing of people to, to power the magics, maybe. Yeah, I'm going to look back at him and go, uh, sign real quickly. Um, I think this requires us to kill people. Enough people have already died. Hey, boss man, look, this this seems like a big distraction, right? We're after the guy who, the, the you know, the, the bastard sorcerer who, who got this guy here. And we got a day and a half, right, or something. He doesn't say that. He doesn't know that. We got some time, right? So, you know, we, we can we can all retreat, think about our options, you know, be nice with each other. And then, you know, we maybe we can find the other guy and, and maybe he can reverse it or something. What do you say? I'm like, I'm my eyes are darting back and forth between the demon and, and Hatfield just to make it just, you know, because I'm afraid the demons can tell me to, like, do something drastic. OK, well, we don't want to take too long. I don't know how much we can trust you with this dude having some sway over. Well, I mean, come on. Uh, maybe, uh, uh, don't you recognize Roger? I'm like, I'm pointing to October. Like, you, you recognize Roger, right? Roger was there that time when he tried to kill you and I stopped him from killing you. Like, Roger isn't completely bad. Plus, you know, Roger is mobility challenged at the moment, right? So Tried to kill? What, what part of that is not completely bad? Yeah, but he didn't, right? I, I got him not to, right? Because you stopped him. You're not completely bad. Sure, right? But he could squish me if he wanted to, and he didn't, right? So, uh, 
you know like this this doesn't seem like a like a like a, a, a an emergency right right now we he, could he didn't squish you because he thought you'd be more useful as a pawn in his little game like that sounds logical but i i just don't want to <laughs> believe it <laughs> he looks at, at dick and gives you a wink like i know you'll do the right thing dick i'm still off for getting rid of this guy once and for all while we've got him contained Oh, bad idea, boss man. Bad idea, boss man. You know, you release big, big, uh, bad magic, uh, demon on the loose. Yeah, maybe more. It's contained in the circle. That's the whole point of drawing the circle. Yeah, but you kill him, that, that's going to mess with the circle. Blood, gore everywhere, you know. You, you, you break the containment the wrong way. That's, that's terrible. This is pretty messy. Let's, let's be honest. That This guy, look at him. He's gorgeous. He's tall. He's handsome. He's, he's strong. He's probably just going to... Get a snicker if you shoot him. He's not really my type there, Dick. He's not my type either. But everybody can see he's an excellent man. A demon person. Thank you for the compliment, Dick. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, Roger. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, since you guys are having such a great uh, rapport, well, you want to go? want us to go grab you some Starbucks and, you know, you can just heap all kinds of compliments and praise on each other. Do you want me to do that, boss man? I can do that. Do you, do you want you want Starbucks, Roger? <laughs> I'm gonna sign. I think that was sarcastic. Yeah, anyone who's who spent some time with Dick probably is pretty easy to recognize that he's not quite acting like himself. Yes. So I think I'm gonna switch my question. I was kind of thinking about what can hurt the demon, but I'm going to ask what is concealed here. You guys have been concentrating on the demon in the the summon circle, which. Draws a lot of attention. Yeah, it's probably time to let my attention wander and start bringing in the full context of this room. As you start looking around the the room, you can see the you know, there's obviously some uh, occult tomes around the room, and then you know, you've also got some personal items of the occultist who obviously did the the summoning here. Hmm. Like a desk. Some shelves that have some occult items, and there's a desk that has some tomes, and then there's like also just some some letters and such. Ah, oh, letters. Let's see if we can find out more about the about the profile of this man looking through the letters. Or woman. It is Stuart Combs. Stuart Combs. Let's see there are some uh, correspondence in Somebody who wanted power and made a deal with him. And the summoning of this demon is probably how he was going to help them. Who was it? I need to tell you who the person who wanted power yes. comes from comes was. There's a politician, probably had been a rising star. He was being talked about as a potential governor candidateship, or that he could even go to uh, the presidency. And he's been uh, mired in scandal that came up recently, and so he is out to have a demon like sway the population so they forget about the scandal, or they don't care, or something like that to uh, get him get his political ambitions back on track. All right, well, that's what you find in the in the notes there. I don't have time to talk about all of that right at the moment so those are going to have to gonna have to take the most damning ones and 
pocket them. And you uh, think you can grab that book too, right there? I'm missing from our library. Yeah, I, I got two hands. I'm, um, I'm gonna sign. Can I? Can I see that? So, <laughs> so he's signing, and I'm blabbing. <laughs> sure, sure, I'll let you see that. Hey, Roy, are you sure you don't want to give me something? I mean, I'd I'd love to have something to occupy my hands. That'd be we'd lovely. Yeah, there's more more than one book, right? So. No, oh, fine. He's just gonna he's gonna sign up. He's gonna just hand the book over. Oh, fine. Fine here. <laughs> I wanted to look at it by here. Oh, thanks. Cool. And I'm holding it. I'm like clutching it to my chest. <laughs> so I'm busy doing this. It's gonna be more difficult to scratch out symbols. Yeah, we could probably give you a whole stack if you wanted. This guy can't be that far away since he left all of this very important stuff here. If if scratching the runes out can disband the circle, then you would think filling them in... Not without the magic associated. Ah! You know, I think it's a great idea to focus on that other guy instead of the guy in the circle. Uh, right. Yeah, the sorcerer. Yeah, he seems dangerous. Agreed. For once, I think I agree with you. We know where to find this guy. Plus, plus meddling in politics, that's just low. Oh, hold on. He doesn't say that. He doesn't know about the contents of a letter. You didn't read it out loud. Right, I have not read the letter aloud. <laughs> you know Dick. Yeah. Our, our mutual friend Larry, he's developed this technique where um, a demon like such as yourself is able to experience the horrors and tortures of uh, of humans sent to the pit. Isn't that fascinating? <laughs> Dick starts to sweat uh, through his asbestos skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that sounds great. Oh, they even talk shop. <laughs> I'll need to bring you a water cooler. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll try not to get any in the book. <laughs> should, should I should I tell Larry that I I saw you? Why? Well, uh, yeah, you think he'd um uh, pre nah? You know, um, I'm kind of edging closer to like the symbols. Uh, and my my uh, flip flop festooned feet, which also have claws on them, are kind of getting a little closer to the the symbols. I'm like looking around, like nobody's seeing me do this, right? And I'm gonna slowly try to like start scratching away at one of the symbols. Yeah, let's take a breather. Tell that this is a stri- stressful situation for you, and you'd like to get some air. Given the circumstances of three other people, I think they will notice you. I don't think you can do right. this. So, what do you? How are you others responding to him? doing this if i think O reasonably has hatfield's back i can try to diplomatically guide (laughs) richard out to uh get a breath of air out in the street or alley or whatever oh what Uh, i i was just i was just sharpening a claw there it's it's totally cool yeah let's go go get that starbucks sit down on a on a bench and you'll have a little bit easier time giving it the care and attention that it deserves uh, you're not going to tell Larry about me, right, Roger? Not if you do the right thing. <laughs> I look uh-huh. up at Roar like, this is this is really awkward. Yeah, you, could you maybe, you know, get a move on with stuff? Yeah. So you've got the book, and I want to see the book. So let's step out. Okay, I hold up the book. Come on. It's too heavy for me. You carry it. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think he can contact Larry right away, but it's going to happen eventually, right? Also, like I'm, I'm feeling like like there's a lot of demonic stuff going on here. So I'm a little like I'm looking over my shoulder, right and left and up, and like uh, you know I'm 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 feeling like uh, you know that thing you told me 
you know, if they're like a moth, I'm, fe- I'm feeling like I'm standing next to next to a balefire. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, being intimately familiar with such balefires, I'm sure that you know what your weaknesses are. Could you give me a general sense of any weaknesses that we might be able to use against him? What you're talking about, Roger? No, could, could we just ignore Roger for now? Like. Just a little bit. Can we get Cole? And he doesn't know the name. Can we get the sorcerer instead? Maybe you know we'll focus on the sorcerer, and then we we can get we can get to Roger later. Okay. Well, I've got some of his correspondence. I know who the sorcerer is, and I know some of why he was hired to do it. That there's some such and such politician trying to get his uh, scandal erased to be unpunished for his malfeasance because i'm sure we're having this conversation outside i got you outside right stairs at least right oh i followed you which means hatfield's alone (laughs) oh no i'm following as well oh okay we're all withdrawing we're all yeah okay then i can tell you all of this at the same time great that'll save a lot of time quickly sign if we know everything about the guy then let's just go get him well it would seem this being his ritual base, uh, is this Stuart's residence, or is Stuart have a residence somewhere else? This looks like this is where he lived. Creepy old mansion, which you, know, you guys had discovered when you were investigating the ritual killings that seem to be connected to this area and people. You know, so you're investigating the, the creepy old mansion. So, after it's Stuart, but he's not here. We have no leads as to where he is. Have we seen his face at all? Do we know what he looks like? You like go searching through the house and find a picture. Yeah. Don't, don't teenagers have those uh, little uh, pad things that they talk on all the time? Like maybe uh, O can go looking on the the infernal archives uh, you know, on that thing. Those things. He signs very carefully you mean an iPhone? Uh, right. I don't have a phone. I assume it's now. If it's not now then uh, let me know. Even if it is now, I don't have a cell phone. I do don't have any problems finding a picture of him here, you know, whether it's you know, him and some occult buddies graduating occult school or whatever. That's not a problem. Whatever you want to say that you found, that has this picture. New initiates of the lodge, front row, left to right. Awesome. So now we'll recognize him when we see him. Well, maybe his aura or something is on this picture, and we can use it as like a tracking mechanism. To track him down to where he is. Could try looking up a tracker on his phone. That takes time. Yeah. But the magic might be faster. Yeah. We've got a tome here. We've been through your library. I uh, found a space rat before it got away. So magic could be possible. How did you guys get information about these uh, ritual murders that have been going on? Was it the um, demon informant? Yeah. Was it? I guess I missed that. <laughs> That's when I said, I'm not going to rip off Buffy the Vampire Slayer, so it's not Whistler. Yodler. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever actually has a cell phone in, as talking to him, gets a call. So who, which of you is that? Oh, Aurora. I guess they've got the thoughtful face that fellow me- fellow believers open up to. So, and I mean, he doesn't have to be a fellow believer because he is a weird thing, but... Just right on time. Ring up. Hello. Oh, you, you guys, you guys got to help me. I, I try to help you. There's, there's some 
crazy dude who's after me. You know, I'm, I've, I've been good. I've been helping you. You guys are. I signal to the others and I start heading for the door. Where are you? Right now, I'm, I'm moving in that the alley behind uh, six, behind the apartment building there. Uh, but I'm. And how far away from us is that apartment building you mentioned? Um, half a mile. We are rolling to you now. Will you stay on the line? And I yeah. get in the car and get it started up. Do we hear what's on the other end of that phone? I'll have to hand you over to Hatfield, and you stay on the line with him while I drive. You guys go tearing off. I think as you're listening to him, and he's like, oh, what? oh, no, no, no. And then the phone goes dead. I've got a bad feeling about this, Aurora. You're not the only one. I also have a bad feeling. I'm feeling great. <laughs> we'll just get there as fast as we can. and All right. So, yeah, we get the, the scene of you guys rolling in and uh, describe this character to me, this your informant. How demon was he? <laughs> I picture him played by Armin Shimmerman with a stubby tail, but he wears a trench coat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to cover his, his less than human like appearance. So you see uh, the little trench coated figure there laid out in the alley. Run over and uh, check him out, see if there's anything we can do to help him. Something pierced straight through him, through the chest. So his host is now post mortem. Yes. Do I see his spirit lingering around? Is that a thing for uh, demons there, Dick? Uh, yeah, I don't think so. I think that's mortals who get to go places. Uh, demons are more like, uh, you know, transplants. So he's probably just like a like a, a husk. Whatever whatever animated him has been, has been destroyed. Oh, okay. Sad face. Was the instrument of his destruction, is it still present in the now husked body, or did they take it with them? Sounds like you're investigating a mystery. Investigating mystery! Nine. So that gives me one question to ask. My question is, what can hurt it? So it's like, what was used to kill our informant, and would we be able to get it and use it against any potential demon enemies later on? So what can hurt it? It sounds like you're asking more what happened here, maybe. Yeah, I guess it is a what happened here. Yeah, you know, most normal weapons aren't going to do much to kill a demon. So it looks like, like a holy spear pierced this demon and took its existence. Accident entrance, wounds, and the way additional tearing was inflicted when the weapon was withdrawn seems to indicate that this was some kind of spear and for it to hurt a demon it was likely a blessed or holy relic i would have to speculate which gives us a fairly short list of hunters looking meaningfully over it richard richard's nervously trying to light a stubby cigar uh, focusing on anything else so our mutual, I don't know, reincarnate angel or whatever he is walking the earth is also on the case. Do you, do you have to say the A word? Really? Could, could we just call it like the danger or like... The danger. Uh, Our mutual danger is on the case. Yes. Also. Yes. Okay. I, I feel much better now. Which may eliminate our other potential source of information rather sooner than we thought it was going to. If it can 
deal with the circle properly. It, he, she. Well, I'm sure I know the identity of the person, so I use the right pronoun. I hope you have some serious negotiation skills here, man, because uh, I, I don't feel like being stuck uh, with any, like, spear thing. No. If you feel confident, like, redirecting this danger t- uh, toward uh, Roger, that's fine, right? But just, uh, you know. It depends. Do we want to make use of Roger? If we don't, we can just let it happen. I mean, Roger's a swell guy, but uh, he also kind of threatened to tell Larry about me, so... Then maybe you want our mutual danger to find Roger as soon as possible. Uh, no, I... uh, This sounds logical, but I can't say that I do. Okay. Wait, can we back up for just a second? Because I'm a little... Who... Larry is... I know Larry's the guy that he's threatening to tell, but who is Larry? Oh, so Larry is a, a, a third demon uh, who apparently developed a technique for making demons experience the tortures of the damned. That's what uh, Roger threatened uh, Dick with, essentially. Like, isn't that interesting? Should I tell Larry about you? That kind of thing. Right, right, right. I'm just thinking if someone has thinks they have the upper hand, the best thing you can do is break it. So I'm trying to think how we could get it so that Larry wouldn't really care whether... Whether Roger tells Larry about Richard or not. Right. Uh, oh, okay. Kind of get Richard off the hook. And then in doing so, maybe we can... Maybe all this is connected. We can find out about Bruce, where he is, and then uh, go from there. All in the time span of a one-shot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think maybe we could set Larry aside. I mean, he's probably not going to tell Larry anyway. I mean, he's a swell guy, right? I, I'm not sure why I'm saying this, but I'm, I'm pretty sure he's a swell guy. I don't know either, because I think you got every reason to think he's not such a swell guy. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise we'd say, well, the easiest thing to do is uh, just go ahead and let the deal happen. And I'm 100% positive that that's not something that Hatfield wants to do. You are correct. I'm in the back shaking my head. No. <laughs> right. Well, uh, what do you guys want to do? Still got to find this comb guy. Yes, we do. Or the sorcerer. He says the sorcerer because you still haven't read the letter. <laughs> I, thought he ha- I thought everything was revealed when we. Oh, yeah. When we did come out as a group. Oh, did I miss a blah? OK, cool. I blood to you guys. Excellent. OK. A blah? So we got. Two potential directions. We could yep. stay on the trail of the sorcerer, or we can look for the danger and see if the danger leads us to the sorcerer or anybody else. I'm sure that we don't want to deal with that danger, so... That sounds wonderful and suicidal. Let's go straight to the suicide. <laughs> go straight to looking for the sorcerer. Okay, well, I just realized the flaw in my own plan about that, because if he is a, any sorcerer worth his salt... And we try using some sort of magic tracking. He's going to sense that. He's going to sense it, yeah. I've read enough Dresden files to know how this shit So this is gumshoeing. This is hitting the streets, I suppose. Asking people in the proximity of the mansion if they saw that nice man who doesn't talk to them very often this evening. Things like that. All right. If if that's what you want to do, that's okay. I'll switch into my disturbing, uh, short, uh, lacy-eyed man shape uh, and start <laughs> trundling off. I mean, like, we are concerned about the welfare of Mr. Mr. Combs. 
who Stuart Combs, whom we have not found at home this season. Oh, Stuart, I don't know why I said Bruce. Maybe his friends called him Bruce. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and he called his friends Bruce. Yeah. I am horrible with names in and out of my gaming life, so I'm sorry about that. It's scratch another blind stereotype off your list. So is this uh, you four guys like going door to door around the neighborhood? Or... <laughs> Anybody see a sorcerer? Hey. Well, that word is not going to be very helpful. No, I was just I was just thinking like you know uh, coming up with convenient lies like uh, hey I'm I'm with the AA and uh, there's a friend of mine is missing like Stuart Combs anyone seen that guy? <laughs> yeah, I might check out if there's any like any if there's any like magic or any new age stores around. Yeah. That's a cool idea, too. Possibly a better idea. Gotta get his paraphernalia from somewhere. <laughs> yeah, so are you all doing the same thing? You splitting up? But... I think it's going to be easier to get people to talk if if we are separate or maybe one person with O, so that you know, we, don't, we don't intimidate with our numbers. Well, see, the problem is intimidate is my main... Well, actually, it's not. I have charm of zero. Wait. Did I pick that or did I change it? Hang on. I think you have charms negative for you. Yeah, I think it is too. Um, so yeah, I will not be doing any of the charismatic. My charm also being what it is, if I'm talking to a normal person, I'm probably getting blown off. So who's going where? Make a decision. I will go to the New Age shop. I'll go with Aurora, wherever she's going. Uh, uh, Dick will go canvassing. I'm going to go back to the Haven and see if I can find any, see if I can uh, find any weaponry that I know would be good against uh, these demons. All right. Let's have you make your, uh, your Haven roll there. Is that... hey, what would that be? You took the armory, right? So you've got to move there. You rolled 2d6 and it's plus what? It's a plus weird. If you need a special weapon, plus weird. Yeah, plus weird. Okay. And my weird is zero. All right, well, that's lovely. I'm going to spend a fate point. No, I <laughs> did that on purpose. I do have luck. Yeah, I'll give you two I, luck for the for this one shot. Okay. Uh, I'm going to spend one now because I rolled a six. All right, so then that changes it to a 12, and you have it. So tell us what this mighty weapon, you go rummaging through your armory and pull out this, whatever this mighty weapon is. You see, I should have kept a six, and it would have been up to you. I don't have any ideas. Um, I keep forgetting. It's Failure is not failure. It's just giving the GM control. Can I rescind the luck point and put it back on my... <laughs> if you really want to. But then you will... I will be subject to the complications and whims of a sadistic bastard. I mean, of a good friend. A good friend. <laughs> You're right the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Daggers, swords. I'm. You can go the Western. But Supernatural had the special pistol. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about that. I was going to. If I do it, it's going to be a big gun, and I feel like that's. I've already got two guns, but maybe it's special ammunition for your gun. Or there we go. All right, we'll go with that. So it was kind of along my lines of of uh, my first thought when I was trying to be. See, I I got to pay. I got to do what that book talked about. Don't worry about being clever. I found an ammo that ignores that's that's game mechanicy. What am I trying to say? That'll pierce the skin of demons. Is that yes? It pierces the skin and negates the magical essence of demons, or not negates it, but it definitely 
I guess what which which weapons did you is this like for your shotgun or did you have another weapon? Um, I've got shotgun shells filled with uh, fragments of the cross or something. Ooh, I've got a cold iron sword. I'm thinking this is a you know how in sword canes they put the poison on the tip. This is kind of something along similar lines. It's it's like a but it's it's a holy oil, right? The Amelia's as The Witcher. <laughs> I had not done that on purpose, but yeah, that's sort of... <laughs> the shots of you now rummaging around in your shelves and pulling this out and holding it up and light shining through the, the vial of the, the oil there. I mutter, yep, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, two of you were like going to magic shops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I feel like I want to do something randomly here, so let's let's call out investigating a mystery. I guess I'll roll that too. Which, well, one of you can roll and one of you can help. Oh, I'll help. Okay, that's plus cool then. And we do the help before the thing? Okay. Nope. <laughs> I can't help. This is a situation I cannot help in. Miss on the help out, so okay. roll your plus sharp for investigate. Eight. So you have one question. My question is, where did it go, it being Stuart Combs? As you're entering this shop, they have a TV on in the corner, and the press is talking to the politician whose name is... You got a name for him, or you want me to give him a name? Give him a name. Uh, Jeffrey Pittman. And you see in the background, you spot Combs. Okay. I guess, to justify me coming in and not just rush back out again, I'll go up to the counter and fork over the dollars to get, like, you know, a small vial sprig of Wolfsbane. And to that, then usher O out and get on the ringer to Hatfield, say he's at City Hall, he's at a press conference with Jeffrey Pittman right now. Roger that. Oh, sorry. Ten four. Signing real quickly. Uh, we should make. We should go and make sure he doesn't leave somehow. Make sure Roger doesn't leave, or make sure Stewart doesn't leave. The one we're chasing. Yeah, Stewart. We try to get a hold of uh, Mister Dick. Does Dick have a cell phone? No, but I think he hasn't made it far. He's probably like just uh, uh, down the street, borderline harassing two older ladies, like you know, with something like "Greetings, fellow pedestrians." <laughs> up one way and down the other way and then it's like oh no <laughs> as you spot him heading down the the block there coming out of the alley you spot the beer wielding demon slayer which you had encountered before oh boy what do you do oh we're gonna need a distraction fast and I chase you're running towards the I'm running towards them yeah i will also run towards them i think i'm gonna get out my sketch pad real quick <laughs> i love this game <laughs> well you're getting out your sketch pad so you're not gonna be the one running faster fast uh, no i am definitely not running faster and i'm driving to city hall yeah aurora give me act under pressure where you can reach the demon slayer before okay. it reach, he reaches, or she reaches the demon. Yeah, maybe he's an androgynous-looking person, but it'd be played by a female actress. 
I didn't pick just another day, and this is not a strange place, so it is going to be just cool, which doesn't bode well for us, everybody. <laughs> well, it doesn't bode well for Dick. Oh, look at that, 11. Nice. Pew. So you go running up and are able to get in front of the Demon Slayer. What do you do? Throw my arms wide and say, look, lesser of two evils. We've got a ritual murder sorcerer out there who's summoned somebody way more powerful than the guy you're about to hit right now. So can we do a short truce and work together to stop the sorcerer? So you're saying this out loud near the two old ladies. <laughs> right, but I'm not real worried about their opinion right now. I know. Yeah, they're they're moving away as fast as they can. Dick <laughs> is like, hey, wait, I'm I'm, I'm looking for oh crap. Saw the strange individual with the spear. Uh, right. Him off. <laughs> <laughs> what are you conveying about uh, the the other th- threats that they you know you're trying to convince them they're more important than Dick? Well, it's pretty much just like I was saying. So I guess I'm spilling. Stuart Combs is a sorcerer who's been killing a lot of people to get a powerful demon to catapult Jeffrey Jeffrey Pittman into the White House. It's evil that'll go all the way to the to the top, so our pooled resources with this less bad or even borderline good-ish demon's help, we kind of need all of our resources pooled together right now to stop that threat. I think that's enough leverage to do a, a manipulate this plus charm okay partial so i think that probably means they can demand something in return they will say um take me to this evil now they're at city hall please i'll go to my car and i'll open the passenger door for you no the evil the demon oh the demon well that's back at his house so we go to the house where roger is Hold on now. Uh, what, what are you going to... Who, who's this? And this, You're going to introduce Roger to the scary spear lady? Unfortunately, to get her to help us with Stuart the Sorcerer, I have to. Well, look, I'm... I'm you've had a... It also, keeps her, it also keeps scary spear from going in your chest right now. Uh, right, right. I'm just saying, like, Roger's like a sort of a stand-up guy. Like, he, he didn't totally kill me or, or O uh, earlier. So, you know, I'm just saying, uh, I don't know why I'm saying it, but, but I'm just saying he's like, he's not he's not that bad. I'm going to put the, down my sketchpad for a second and sign, just because he didn't kill me doesn't mean I trust him. Whose head would you rather have on the block? His or yours? Uh, I, I, I mean, I kind of like my head, obviously, on my shoulders, but... Um, I mean, that doesn't mean that Roger needs to have his cut off, right? He doesn't deserve having its head cut off. I mean, he, I, I don't know why I'm saying it, but I, I, I'm pretty sure he doesn't, even though that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Could you explain that, please? Yeah, I wish I could. Should I do some kind of like act under pressure thing to not stop them from going, (laughs) going up to, uh, Roger, basically? Okay. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. Partial. So your choice is here. You you are. I want to resist stopping them, right? Because the impulsion, right, is to stop them from from harming, potentially mm-hmm. harming the demon. Well, the price to pay 
if you're directly involved in the elimination of of Roger, you're going to be more than an outcast. You're going to be you're going to have demons hunting you. This is one thing to be a, a little peon that they just outcast. Now you're going around killing them. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. So I consider that for a moment, but then I'm like, ah, well, I guess we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. So okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. Okay. Let's I mean he's a he's a dick. Like a real dick. <laughs> I tell our mutual danger we can get on with business. Hatfield, do we do we have you arriving at uh, the city council? Uh yes. In my cowboy getup, because that's more fun to me than him actually having a chance to change clothes. He was getting there in a hurry. So what's what's your plan here? I think City Hall, the press conference is probably breaking up. Yeah, I know what this guy looks like. I'm going to... I had a plan, but I realized that plan is kiboshed because City Halls have security. So I can't take my sword in there. Unless you come up with some way. Magically cloak it or something. You could always read a bad sitch and ask what's your best way in. Oh, see, I'm not you. Okay, yeah, let me do that. Yeah, then you'll get a, maybe you'll get a six minus, and I'll get to do something really messy. <laughs> there you go. No, it's a sharp. I believe is two. Yeah. Wait, and I rolled. Well, you get a little bit of. I rolled a seven. Uh, you get one. You could ask one question. So if you want well, best, what way is in, the best way in? <laughs> there is construction going on at City Hall, so. There's like some scaffolding on one side, so you might be able to make your way up there into the new construction and then into the city hall without being seen by security. Okay. Uh, yeah, I look around and notice the construction, so I go in and I sort of uh, try to make myself reasonably. How are you concealing the sword? <laughs> I wear a long coat, so I'm just sort of uh, making sure the coat is covering it. Maybe pushing in a cart of. Uh, tools or equipment and hide it among them. Yeah, but then I can't get at it if I need to. No worries. They don't have a construction site. They don't, like, keep spare hard hats and stuff like that on... There, there could be one laying around, sure. Okay. I'll take that and put it on so I don't look completely out of place. Some guy taking his off to go to the porta potty you know, and you just pick it up. I love that you're trying to fit in in, like, a duster and a hard hat. <laughs> hey, I had to give up my I, – I, I, I dropped my Stetson off somewhere back in, like, an out-of-the-way place so I can come back for it. Sorry, honey. I'll be back. Kiss the brim. Got to do what I got to do. Make your way in here, and uh, you're looking you're looking to find uh, Combs there, this, the sorcerer, right? Oh, we'll call this an act under pressure. Well, and I'm not, I'm not going to be, once I'm in, I'm not going to be settled by like, Stuart Combs! have to figure out exactly where he is within City Hall. It's a pretty big place, yeah. Yeah, plus cool. Okay, cool is plus one. Come on, you were rolling really well earlier today, and now you're, oh, what I get for talking back to my dice. Snake eyes. So I rolled three. <laughs> you make your way in, looking around. Offices, you see uh, one that has Jeffrey Pittman's name on it. I figure Combs will be in there with him. The outer offices where normally the his other staff would work. And you hear some voices from the, uh, the inner office and open the door. It looks like uh, Combs as 
is is completing part of some ritual on uh, Pittman, and they get the idea um, maybe Pittman isn't entirely human. Oh, he's already completed the ritual. Yeah. So, God damn it! All right. What do you see that is um, supernatural about Pittman? I was—he's got horns growing out of his head. But if we want something supernatural, like as in magical, that's what. Whatever. Okay. Whatever you right. think, it'd be interesting. Okay. He has horns growing out of his head. Turns, sees you, and goes launching himself at you. And we'll cut to the other guys arriving at uh, Combs' residence. All right. Get out, go around, open the door for our guest. Say, all right, this way. And lead her, him, they, lead them to the ritual site. Hopefully, if the circle hasn't expired, it'll be fish in the barrel. Approach with caution in case the circle has expired. I'm, I'm, I'm with them the whole way, so I'm also going to expose myself to danger. Make your way down. The demon raises an eyebrow. At your new friend, we'll look at Dick and shake his head. This isn't being good, Dick. Yeah, sorry, Roger. I'm I'm gonna take my chances. It's your my tuchus, so I guess it's yours. That's not nice. <laughs> the demon slayer walks around a circle and goes, "This will break the containment. If I'm not able to slay it, it will be free." Well, maybe I could help. Put a temporary containment on it or something? No, no, Dick, you can't. Is that the GM telling telling Dick he can't? Or? No, no, that's that's Roger. Ah, okay. Oh, crap. <laughs> um, but I want to. <laughs> I could bar the door, but he could probably go through the walls. I'm thinking about a use magic, and probably enchanting enchanting my uh. Right, he has a host body, and the host body does have to follow normal rules. Yeah, you just can't go gallivanting through walls every time that you feel like it. It'll keep Dick in here, too, if I bar the door. Well, can't Dick take care of himself? What are you flailing about? I'm just looking through the book and uh, seeing what may be available to me and seeing if there's a magic that I can use right now. Does Dick not speak sign? Uh, I I don't think he's super fluent. I think he understands some bits, but especially if you're doing it fast, it's uh, it's a little too. All right. Well, I also have telepathy, so I'm going to shoot right into his brain. Where I'm thinking that you can probably take care of yourself, so we don't have to worry about locking you in. Oh yeah, obviously. I'm, I'm addressing myself to toward um. Oh, I'm like, what's up, man? Why don't you talk like that normally? Because it's tiring. <laughs> And it makes me want to, and he draws his finger across his throat. Dick rolls his eyes. Aurora. I'm going to get a banishment ready, if possible. You veto that? From what you've uh, understood, it would take big magic to banish this particular demon. So it would take me a long time and a lot of resources. Or at least probably... Do you need me to draw anything? That's insane, because I'm, I'm tired from... Draw me some holy incendiary bullets to put in my gun. Uh, okay. Give it my best shot. He takes out his uh, sketch pad and puts intent into drawing a packet of 4,000 bullets. He, like, literally writes 4,000. <laughs> How's it? A magazine at best. 
like ten. I don't know that. That's never right. done. Four thousand very tiny bullets. Yeah. <laughs> as long as I can get them in my magazine. Sure. A hundred at a time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. I'll roll for that. I'm, I'm not sure that incendiary bullets. Hollow tip filled with holy water, which is probably a lot less scary than the sphere, but. Yeah. Okay. I'll draw the. Uh... You're drawing bullets, okay. Yeah, I'll draw the almost a case of bullets. I don't know what an individual bullet looks like. That's up to fate, I guess. Put some crosses and things on the casing. Yo, guys, what I love about us, our team, like the communication <laughs> and and the cohesion, that's that's probably my favorite thing. Hang on, let me just roll weird. You know, Dick, <laughs> I thought we had good communication. Yeah, but, yeah, but then this this lady threatened to to stick me with that thing and i would rather she stick you nope nope okay and now he is stuck in manic drawing of uh bullets over and over and over and over again well I, you can do that if you want but it's a six minus so i could do a gm move as the call so you are drawing what you think is a box of ammunition it manifests and out of the box pops a little imp, and it is flapping its way towards the uh, containment circle there. No, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> what do you do? I'm trying to leap out and grab it, because it's tiny, right? Small. I'm going to try to do the so, same thing, so there's always a risk we're going to impact, you know, we're going to crash into each other as we're reaching the... <laughs> Yes. let have a roll with uh, help from from Dick. Oh, wonderful. I'm not very good at helping, so this is going to turn out great. <laughs> what am I rolling? You're rolling act under pressure plus cool. Oh, scratch that. I, uh, apparently, I'm not very good at charm. That that was my weakness. Oh, well. Unfortunately, I rolled really well, 11. Unfortunately, I'm not going to roll so well. You get a plus one from the... So, an eight, nine. Okay. You leap at this thing. Catch it, but between the two of you leaping at it, you knock into the demon slayer, and her spear is dropped and rolls into the circle, and oh, the demon picks it up. <laughs> Thanks, Dick. That wasn't Dick's fault, it was mine. <laughs> I have a special sign for you in a, in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Let's cut back to Hatfield. Alright, I am kicking some ass. Yes. Because he's fighting... Plus tough. Yep, and I believe that's plus one, so that is eight. This is you, you're pulling your sword and cleaving him? Yep. Okay, so that means you would inflict, inflict harm based on the harm of your sword, which... Sword harm is two. Lash it or stab it or how are you... Thrusting it toward his gut. Stick it in him. He then grabs your arm, twists around, and hurls you... Across the desk, and uh, you take two harm. Okay. Combs is legging it for the door. The demonic pitman is picking up a flag, you know, with the uh, the pointy bit on the the top. You know, it's got the the flagpole with the okay yeah on the top. So he he's picking that up and charging you with it. All right, we're dueling. Yes. So, so. if you want to still be doing harm on him, I guess that's Kick some ass again. Thrust, thrust, parry, thrust. God damn it. I rolled the exact same number, just a different combination of <laughs> an eight again. He charges forward. 
grazes your ribs for to harm. And then you can smack uh, your blade into him with the the, the holy oil. Mm-hmm. It looks like uh, he's staggering back and his uh, flesh is burning away. Nice. And as it melts away, what's left is a small imp-like demon. Looks a little like Dick. Cut back to the Combs residence. What do you guys do? I'm going to try to get the spear out of there. Okay. You're going to go charging in with the demon. No, I'm not going to charge. I'm going to sneak. I'm going to just kind of <laughs> I mean... put my hand in there and try to try to scoop it out. So the, the the last thing that happened was the demon picked up the spear. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's, there's no... Oh, okay. <laughs> I think no, you're going to have to step in and wrestle him for it. I pickpocket his pants. <laughs> Step in and wrestle him for it? Hmm. Is that a good idea? I mean, you are a teenager. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll step in and try to take it from him. I'm invincible. <laughs> yep, they do have that mentality. I think this is a kick some ass because... Uh, yeah, I was going to say a mass. Dick is going to swear, and then he's going to leap in and help. Well, can you cross the circle? Or has the circle been broken? Well, it's keeping him in, right? Not, But I don't know, maybe I can't go out. <laughs> that that may that may happen. <laughs> I'll roll deal. Roll help out. Yeah, partial. Cool. Partial. But you're exposed. Okay. Then oh, roll your kick some ass here. Yeah, that would be tough. Correct. That would be tough. Help. Do I do I get a one or? You get plus one. Yes. Oh wow wow. Uh, to twelve. So to explain how you grab this and. Uh, what else do you want to do? I'm going to wait till he's looking. Like, I'm I'm going to wait until Dick leaps in. And, of course, the demon's going to be like, oh, there's another well, person. I leap in after you, right? I'm reacting to you. So, so. Yeah, I, uh, I leaped in. I didn't I didn't grab for it yet. But as soon as the demon okay. turns his head to look at you. All right. I was like, ah, that's mine now. <laughs> I take it and I toss it behind me, like, as far as I can fling it. I think how this works is he has the spear. So you take it. Dick leaps in, and how he helps you out is he gets shanked by the Ow. spear, which then, as he twists that, is how it helps you to be able to wrestle the spear away. That is uh, three harm against okay. Dick. This is something you're vulnerable to, so yeah. your resistance is still... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what extra effect did you want to choose there, since you got the 10+. plus? Mm. You can take plus one forward or give plus one forward to another hunter. Yeah, I'm going to give plus one forward to Dick. Yeah, that will do. Okay. Well, while you see this, Aurora, what do you do? Firing into melee is not good. I'm going to rule out trying to kick some ass on my own. Probably reading a bad situation is probably the best thing I can do right now. Sure. Uh, no forward do I have, right? No. I already gave it to Dick. Eight. That's one hold. Or what question did you pick there? What's most vulnerable to me? Hmm. The hunter? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess that was a dumb question. <laughs> Should I ask what's the best way to protect you guys, the victims? The demon's obviously vulnerable to spear. Uh, maybe there's something you know you didn't you didn't spend time studying the tomes you. So yeah, there, there might be some way to use that to help, but uh, those are your options, I think. 
I guess look through the tomes and see if there's a, I don't know, quick dimension door thing to push him into. But, you know, it's all what's written in the book, not what I want there to be written in the book. Schrodinger's book. Only by looking in it will I determine what is in it. Everything could be in it until I open it. Dick, you've got chained. I'm probably still under the compulsion, right? A little bit, even if I'm fighting it. So I'm probably like holding my side and going, You're such a eat guy! Roger is attempting to grab you so that you stay in the circle with him, Dick. What, <laughs> what do you do? Uh, I, I duck and weave. And I bob like uh, I've seen the, uh, the boxers do on, uh, on ESPN or whatever channel is uh, on the, at the ranch. That sounds like an act under pressure. Yes. There you have that. Oh, wow. 13. Oh, 13. Wow. Double sixes. Okay. You do it. You duck. Weave. He uh, ends up grasping only air. You've got the spear there. Uh, oh, what are you doing? I'm going to throw it away because I don't know how to use this thing. I'm going to just uh, toss hit it the other behind hunter. me as hard as I can. <laughs> All right. So you chuck the spear to the corner of the room. As far as I can, yes. And now nobody has it. Yeah, Demon Slayer is going to find the spear in the dark corner. Aurora. Following the intuition that I got with my last question, I guess I'm frantically looking through the book. That's a a quick investigative mystery here. Roll plus sharp. Okay. Oh, five. Excellent. You find something that will send it back to hell, but it would uh, take the sacrifice of either human life or dick would probably count. And it would uh, it would only send it away for uh, a short time. Yeah, a year and a day. So uh, while you're pondering that, we can go back to the city hall. There is nothing I can do to help them. Nope. Unless you got a good move, that, that's yeah. <laughs> I don't have a teleport move, or or if you wanted to do some sort of flashback thing where you gave them some piece of information that would help them. Ooh, that we just now find out about and they remember through a flashback. I'd say that takes a form of preparedness. Sure, but I don't know what it would be, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I am going to grab. I am going to grab uh, the imp by the neck and hold him. High aloft, and uh, legs are kicking. Oh, come on, come on, just let me go. What's your deal? What is this all about? He shrugs. What? Look at me. I, I want to be a big. I want to be a big deal. And I turned to Stewart. Uh, he he ran. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought he might, but I okay. And what does he have to do with it? Yeah, I helped him out. He helped me out. I could help you out. People are getting killed. Hey, you know. You gotta break a few eggs, right? Yeah. You know what? You do have to break a few eggs, and I'm gonna throw them up against the <laughs> the wall because I'm a horribly violent player with psychological issues. Apparently, if you want to dispatch him, you can dispatch him. If you want to tell us, tell us what you do here. <laughs> uh, well, I've got him by the neck, so I just sling him against the wall, and his neck snaps audibly as he hits and and leaves a slimy spot as he hits the wall and slides to the floor. All right. Um, do, you, do you guys have anything, uh, any ideas for him? Anything unusual or rare that he might have uh, given you guys that would be helpful or something 
that he might have uh, shared from his lore library that we could do in a flashback that would help you. Apparently nobody does. Yeah, see, I I, I don't feel so bad about it because nobody else has any ideas either. I'm like, God, I suck at this. Crystal recovered from like a crash site that opens dimensional pathways, but the person who uses it likely will also be lost. So it's like, I throw you off to a random place in space and time, and I guess I'm also going to a random place in space and time. Or, well, just the the first part of that is good, and and how it works will probably be... uh, Up to you, because you're the GM. It's your period. Say say preparedness roll there to see. All right. It's uh, plus sharp. And that is a nine. Okay. Yeah, that doesn't really apply. Well, I guess it does apply. Since you have it, it's not on you. It's on Aurora. (laughs) Do we get a flashback of uh, you guys talking about this? Yeah, we had this thing. He didn't know what it was. And I did my speculation or postulation. I was like, hey, wait a minute. This really reminds me of my first encounter, the way I feel looking at this thing. And then at some other time, well, when we were heading out here to go down to the demon, he had put it in my coat pocket without me realizing. And now... And now I realize that it is there because it now there's this causal relationship between what I've just read in the book and feeling, hey, what is this person against my head? So I put my hand down in there and I'm like, oh crap, here's the thing. You think you might you might be able to use that as a way to to power this rather than sacrificing somebody. So let's uh, use magic. Weird. That weirdly weird nine. So you like you pick a glitch, and then I pick how that manifests. If I remember right. I'm kind of caught between one harm, ignore armor, and problematic side effect. Well, it's gotta be a problematic side effect. That's one yeah. harm, ignore armor is boring. Yeah. Is boring. Yeah. All right. Problematic side effect. So, so how does this this look as you're doing this? I pull it out. And the lights start flashing, and any electronics nearby start malfunctioning, flashing the wrong numbers and things. And this magic circle that we're standing on kind of becomes the void, and space and time warps, and then either the rift closes or remains open. The Roger goes through it, maybe I go through it too, but we've now got this. I don't know if it's temporary or permanent. Wound in the space-time continuum right here. Roger goes through it, and everybody who doesn't at least get a partial on an act under pressure goes through it. <laughs> Uh-oh. And the, the the demon slayer goes through it. Uh, I go through it. All right. <laughs> I missed it. That's, I'm screaming. <laughs> you never need to act under pressure when supernatural forces alter the environment around you and you get a two-armor protection against harm from sudden changes in the laws of physics. Well, uh, yeah, obviously you don't go through it because you were operating this thing, right? And that protected you. Yep. You knew what you were doing. Yep. All right. All right, oh, You're going with Dick and you're staying with Aurora. I'm staying with Aurora. No, no, no. No, no, no. I changed my mind. I'm going with Dick. You, you get a roll. You haven't rolled yet. I mean, if you want to voluntarily fail, that's 
fine thing to do, but um cool. Oh, cool. Alright. You are in control. I'm going with it then. Well you're able to not be sucked into the vortex or or the hole. You're able to hang on to some of the, the shells uh, down here and keep from getting sucked in. Dick, un- unfortunately, the wind catches his vestigial wings and he goes flying into this rolling oh. vortex and then <laughs> it closes. And you guys are left in the basement. And that, uh, where we end on is Dick and Roger in some strange alien upside down <laughs> <laughs> looking at each other. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Just great. <laughs> That's probably what you say, too. Like, yep. All right. Well, how did that work? I like it. It was, yeah, it was fun. Very fun. Um, he's going to have quite a surprise waiting for him when he finally realizes what's going on in his absence. I don't know whether, uh, Eric, whether you're comfortable with the uh, all the prompting. Um. I'm not as good at it as I thought I would be, <laughs> which is a little bit, just, but I think it's like any muscle. It probably would get better with more use. So have you guys played any games of this type? A few, but, uh, yeah, I, no, yeah, I not really. Yeah. I, I did a, a few one shots. Uh, I did a, a monster of the week and I did a world, a couple world of dungeons. Yeah. Yeah, the monster of the week, we just couldn't, I think that's the challenge with this is sometimes you just get with a group that for whatever reason is not, I think Zilfor said it best. We, this is before we were recording the games. So I'm not ever going to see the podcast, but he was saying, you know, I think the problem is Dirk's trying to get us to investigate stuff and we just want to fight. <laughs> so you really have to be careful. It could have easily gone the other way too, you know. I think sometimes it pays to have that discussion of what what kind of tone and game are we looking to play, and maybe that would maybe that yeah uh, certainly if, uh, for a non one shot where you're kind of doing the more wo- world building and uh, yeah which we kind of were we had I think it was supposed to be a one shot we ended up playing four sessions and went all right this is um, we just moved on to something else <laughs> no, we didn't, no, I think we played two oh was it only two okay, yeah I thought it was more it was going to be a one shot. And then oh, yeah. we couldn't end it, so we played it. <laughs> so we ended up with the second one. And and I had a character that even I was like, I don't know. It seemed like a good idea at the time, but I don't really know how to play this character. Yeah. And uh, what did you guys play? It was Monsters of the Week. It was yeah. Uh, sorry, was, characters wise. Oh, I was playing Bob the Sasquatch. Oh right, right, right. I still like the idea of a Sasquatch on a mon- monster hunting team. I just didn't really know how to incorporate him very well. Yeah, so... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Red flag, I guess. (laughs) If if we were doing Spirit of 77, maybe that would work where it's just zany action. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, this game definitely has the the first half is to find the monster, and then the second half is to stop the monster. So um, you gotta gotta account for the find the monster part, which is why I I was careful to take shape shift so that I had an avenue at least for investigation as a normal quote unquote normal human. Yeah. Right. I was a little concerned considering we were a bit late with the characters that yeah. maybe it was going to be very all over the place, but I thought it, it turned out pretty decent anyway. Yeah. Right. So. Uh, stumbled a bit here and there, but that's, that's to be expected. 
Yeah. And uh, for one shot, I guess it's not as important to like ask questions like, uh, are are we the neighborhood watch or are we the secret order or whatever, um, which can right. help otherwise in in getting people around the. It can avoid the Sasquatch problem, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are, are we going for for the real Scooby Doo Scooby Doo tone, where it's not terribly dark or dangerous, or are we going for yeah something more supernatural or darker? Yeah, I will say this: even though it's a different game, I it's got me excited about possibly running some Spirit of Seventy Seven because that seems very much up my alley of just over the top well just over the top good god <laughs> absolutely because i want to run it because damn it first of all it just it's a cool what i read of it is a cool game and i've bought a ton of adventures for it that i would love to actually use oh, wow. even, yeah. even if it's just for inspiration what is the one called um the one that's a cross between like night of the living dead and and the love boat <laughs> oh the uh damn Damnation of the Damned. Right, right, right. Cruise of the Damned, that's it, yeah. Cruise Ship of the Damned. Cruise Ship of the Damned, yeah, I got that one. Um, And one of the things they do in that, which is, I don't consider this a spoiler, because it's like one of the first things you do once you've established characters and whatnot, uh, it asks you, so why did you throw up at the dinner table of the crew? (laughs) I just, I don't know, for some reason, I find presupposition questions in this kind of game kind of crack me up. It's like, oh, I guess I... I did this. All right. Well, in the interest of yes and, here we go. Sea <laughs> legs. But uh, but this was this was fun. Thanks for thanks for letting me be a part of this. The quote Rizzo. Thank you. Thank it was you cool. for, yeah. for joining us. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, nice uh, to such you. illustrious company. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll, we'll have, you'll have a chance to come back sometime. Yeah. So every once in a while, we have a guest musician, and I have a chance to be like, "All right, I'm out." Uh, yeah, I'll see if I can, if we can make this work again when, when next that occurs. Yeah, maybe we can do Spirit, uh, 77 next time or, or maybe follow up on where Stuart went. <laughs> 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 well, cool. Um, it's right. very late for me, so I'm gonna yep. bow yep. out. Good night. Uh, All right. Thank yep. you. All right. All right, y'all. Bye. Bye. I made my own move, but that's okay. I decided none of those fit for my character idea, so. So what are you planning? Always got to be customizing. I like customizing things. Dirk would prefer I didn't, but I don't <laughs> like well, customizing things. He's throwing it out in one shot, and oh, now I have to deal with this now. That's what <laughs> Just for the record, I didn't customize anything. Oh, thank you, sir. You're right. <laughs> I didn't either. Do I also get a gold star? No. Damn it. It's because I'm foreign, right? Yes, yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and they couldn't put the luchador in the damn hardcover version. Ah, but I see it in the Roll20 app. <laughs> so it was an official... Uh... I think it's an unofficial one, but I can't remember which one was... I think one version was edited by Michael Sands, so call it semi-official, maybe. It's really not increasing the gonzo that much. I mean, if you had a luchador who, I mean, that's kind of what they do. I guess all those Mexican movies, they had them investigating, you know, fighting vampires and just sounds so cool. Mummies and all that. (laughs) 
El Santo versus the Vampire Women. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see them. Oh, I'm muted. Of course. Yeah, that that tracks. Yeah, of course. That figures. I'd love a sheet. Um, but apparently I was muted when I said I wanted one. <laughs> All right. I'm like, man, it's taking Dirk some time to put out a goddamn sheet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be patient and polite here, but what the... It's because you're foreign. <laughs> it's the tag where I mentioned you can go to our page at sunday-skypers.podbean.com, find links to all of our episodes, links to our Facebook page and MeWe page. You can email us at sundayskypers at zoho.com. It'd also be nice if you gave us a rating or review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. And that's all I got.